Throughout Lent, I focused on our disposition and what we came into Lent with and for. So today I would like to pose that same question again for us as we come to the octave of Easter. What did Holy Week do for us? How has Holy Week changed us? Just like our disciples today, to set our gospel in context, Jesus has already been raised from the tomb, but the disciples had no idea and could not make sense of that. So we hear Jesus, or hear Peter, return back to his former way of life. In our daily life, we just went through Holy Week. Palm Sunday, Holy Thursday, Good Friday, Easter Sunday. So what has those events done to us? How has those events changed and impact our lives? Are we like Peter at the beginning of this gospel where it hasn't? Those days of holy, those holy days were nothing more than just days in the week. They were more, nothing more than long, drawn-out events that we had to be at and attend to. They were nothing more than just extreme and extra days the church has forced me to put my butt in this pew and show up to Mass. What has Holy Week done for each and every one of us? Because we get two beautiful images that we can compare and contrast to, but I really want us to really set them aside and see the development and growth of just one character, one person in both our readings today, Peter. How can a man who just walked with Jesus for three years be told he would betray Jesus three times, see, walk, and have done all these things with Jesus, now go back to his former way? In our own daily life, we too have encountered, have come to know, come to recognize, and see the wonderful blessings he's bestowed on each and every one of us in our own lives. We can see the miracles and the blessings and the growth we have attained through, Holy, through Lent and then through Holy Week. But now that Lent is over, now the prayer, the fasting, the almsgiving is over, now Holy Week is over, we just return back to our normal life. We return back as if Jesus did not rise from the dead, that it's just a faux pas that occurs, it's just this myth, this legend that is passed on to each and every one of us. It's an event that occurred 2,000 years ago that has no impact to our daily life. But what we begin to see, two keen and really distinct aspects of Peter today is the fact as he begins to wrestle with these things, as he begins to meditate on the mysteries of what just happened, his life begins to change. We see the climax and the pinnacle of that in the Acts of the Apostles, in which he and John preach the good news, share the good news with the world, and is now persecuted for that. And so the Acts of the Apostle puts them in prison, puts them being persecuted for what they believe. 
But how did Peter get there? We see him return back to his former way of life. We see he barely recognized Jesus today. I think it gives us a very concrete and realistic example of what we're supposed to be celebrating this Easter octave and throughout this Easter season. What we've come to experience, what we've come to know during Holy Week allows us to dive deeper and to meditate on the question, why did God do all of this for us? How does God love me so unconditionally? And how can I begin to recognize God in and through others? How can God be a part of my ordinary life so that my life is transformed and changed forever? We begin to see that in Peter today in our gospel reading as he changes and grows when he recognizes and hears that that is the Lord. When he comes up to the shoreline and recognize through the breaking of bread that that is his teacher, his rabbi that he has been following. He begins to see Christ in and through the ordinary aspects of life, but most importantly, his life is changed forever because it's not a theoretical concept anymore, my dear brothers and sisters. Jesus is not just a philosophical philosopher or guru anymore. He's not someone that has done all these great things for no apparent reason just to show off his power and how good he is. But the fact that he's done everything so that he can walk with us, be with us, and bring us back into the loving embrace of God the Father. So how can we begin to recognize that? How can we begin to see that? How can we allow Holy Week to transform and change our outlooks, our views, and be transformed forever? Let us take this time in this octave, these eight days, that we focus very specifically on his resurrection. Let us ask the Lord, what am I to do? How am I supposed to live this Holy Week more fully? How is this going to change my life radically forever? Amen.